uh, you feeling better? You, you yeah. good? Same you, don't, as- you don't have the crud? No, I don't have the crud anymore. Good, because yeah. uh, we, don't, we don't do that in this house. No. That's why I didn't come here. Uh, I'm glad. I know some of our listeners were a little bummed out. <laughs> that I was sick? I promise you, yes. Oh, yeah. Aww. At least 14% of them were not happy with last week's episode. Sorry, we can't mm. control, uh, what was it, flu type B? Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. I know there are different types of the flu. It's a bitch. The B, just B stands for bitch, because yeah. it was. Yeah. She was quite the persnickety little bitch. The type A is an asshole. That tracks. I could not even want to know what type C is. Cunt. Well, I know that, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. It's a cunt of a flu. I hate that word. I feel like that, that would be like the worst one. No, I hope they don't ever come out with a flu type C. Because flu B. No! Zero out of ten. Don't you dare put that down on me because there better not be any cunty flus up in this fucking house. It's fucking hepatitis or something. I don't want it. No, I can't. I can't. Well. I I have had too many sicknesses run to this house. COVID. Fucking whatever you've had mm -hmm. in the past. Either way. That's how I brought the stomach bug in. Really? We're doing set design tonight, Ripley? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're doing? At least she's not jump scaring me. Oh, that's coming. Don't worry. I Probably. Well. It's fine. So wait, is she now the set designer? Uh, she's, she's just a jack of all trades in the studio. Oh, okay. But she's luckily, we're back. And spooky season's over. So Ooh. we're doing some true crime. I do wear my... I wear... I am wearing my Oogie Boogie sweatshirt. Though. And uh, that, is, that is good. Isn't that cute? I like it. But we handpicked this one because of a certain movie that came out with directed by Martin Scorsese called Killers in the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon? I don't fucking know. I think it's Killers of the Flower Moon. It's based on a book. But it's also based on a true crime story. So we're doing true crime, guys. And we know you have been missing true crime. I love true crime. Uh, true crime does the best on the show. So It pays the bills. It does pay the bills. Keeps the lights on. Keeps Kinda. the spooky trees on. Yeah, keeps the spooky trees and the animatronics going. Can I just tell a funny story that I just thought, that I thought of? <laughs> Certainly. Sorry, she was going for the jump scare. I said, no, ma'am. <laughs> Ripley was going for go, it. Go for it before we start. Yesterday, I was hanging out with Michael. And <laughs> this sweet, sweet man, he said something. And he was like, oh, yeah, uh, you were talking about true crime. It's relevant. He said something Rodriguez. He's like, yeah, that serial killer. He uh, he killed like a bunch of old ladies, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, the he was in California. Uh, he said that I was like, are you talking about Richard Ramirez? And he was like, yeah, he was like a spree killer. I was like, no. I'm sorry. What are you doing with this man? What? What are you talking about? He's like, he wasn't a spree killer. I was like, no, honey. No. You need to educate this man. He was a man. serial killer. You need to give him a book. He's like, but he get, he killed a bunch of old ladies. I was like, he killed everybody. Yeah. He, he, had, he, he killed everybody. He didn't, he didn't really care. He's, I don't. I wish I could remember the first name that he said instead of Richard. Maybe he did say Richard. He, think he said Rodriguez, and I was like. Ricardo Rodriguez. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> Ricky Martin. <laughs> it made me giggle. I was like, oh, you sweet summer child. Oh my god. Well, anyway, everyone, welcome back to Creeps in the Crypt. Sam, welcome back to Creeps in the Crypt. I am back from Death's Door. She's back from the Crypt. I did. I spent a little time in the Crypt. I'm back now. (laughs) So, tonight we are covering, if you haven't already read the title, The Osage Murders. Uh, I alluded to it earlier with the the name drop of the movie that just came out, and we're like, well, you know, it's it is near Thanksgiving, so that makes sense. Mm. Um, He's yours. I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know what that is. 
Are you talking about like a squaw? Like a, a squall? That's like hollering. You squalled for it. No, okay, no, is no. it a squaw? Isn't that a woman? No, no, no. Is that a derogatory term? I don't know what a squall is. It's a, it's a Native American woman. It's a squaw. A squall. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a fucking redneck. I don't know. To, I don't know to tell you. <laughs> Make him move out the damn twenty minutes away from the city, and this is where we come to. Yeah, I live in the country now. You do kind of live in BFE. I kind of do live in BFE. We were city folk. Now we country folk. Eric, shut the fuck up. It's fucking. <laughs> it's fucking squaw. S Q U A W. Yeah. What'd you call it? Squall. <laughs> that sounds like a goddamn cryptid. <laughs> well, you could squall for something like you're hollering. I'm you're never, crying for it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to holler. You know what I'm saying? Get out. <laughs> trying to trying to throw that down. You know. That's you. like the longest time my grandmother used to say. I'm gonna piss so many people say, off this episode. When she would like talk shit about somebody, she would call them queer. Oh my god. Queer? Queer. What's queer? The other word. That is a derogatory term. Oh, oh. So, Southern old people, man. They they are just She's like, dang, that person is just so queer. <laughs> queer. Yeah. It's... Well, my nanny used to call fajitas vaginas. <laughs> I said that tonight. I made I made a steak with like uh, onions and peppers, so, and I was like, "Well, I got to work on these vagina vegetables." He was so jealous. We went to Chipotle. He I had to pissed. close. You had to close. I know. I had to close at work. I had to go get my Chipotle fix. But anyway, Ooh, Chipotle does sound good right now. Mm, well, it's it's after hours now. Well, you better not go squalling about you getting, it. You getting Taco Bell? <laughs> fourth meal. <laughs> yeah, you getting fourth meal, honey? Man, by the time I get home, Taco Bell's not even going to be open. What? What are you talking about? There's one on Main Street. She's not going that way. You're gonna get a, that it's way. right off of 31. I don't go down 31. 31 makes me sleepy. What the fuck way do you... You know what? We'll talk about it after this. Anyway, without further ado, guys. The Osage Murders. So this is the story of the Osage... And- we're saying that right, right? Yep. Osage. Osage. Yep. Okay. I made sure to culturally check that. Thank you. By watching many of videos and Google translates. We watched two videos before this, and I was like, "I watched it's four Osage, right? before we like when I started the notes, and then we had to scramble at the end." But that's besides the point. Anyway, so. This the shocking massacre of the Osage Native Americans for their old money in the 1920s. At least 60 Osage people were murdered or quote unquote went missing. We all know what that. There means. was a lot of murders though. It, it, this a is bunch horrible. went missing. This is not a good story. Like our intro, who is lighthearted and fun, it is not going to be at this point. For, Moving forward, just go ahead I'm and not a fan. take the fun right out of this. This is actually yeah. like really horrifying and sad. Sucker. So, 60 Osage people were murdered or went missing in Oklahoma as portrayed in the upcoming 2023 film Killers of the Flower Moon, which is based on the 2017 book by author David Gran. The Osage once lived across much of central United States. In the early 1870s, the U.S. government forced them to leave their land in Kansas and move to a rocky, presumably worthless reservation in northeastern Oklahoma. Which is what they did to a lot of Native American tribes. I was going to say, they I would feel find, like this sounds like the Trail of Tears. Basically, they would All find worthless again. dog shit land and be like, okay, here you go. Here's your reservation. So any good land that like there was around, they would just like kick the Native Americans off of. We're horrible. Yeah, white people suck, dude. Mm. Well, I'm Irish, so I got fucked too. Do you want a potato? Kinda. I do like fries and vodka. I mean, and chippies. I know. I know it's hard to grow potatoes for your people. Yeah. You yeah. did have a famine. 
Anyway. Was it well received? It was not well received. <laughs> what else? <laughs> you were trying so hard to go somewhere with it. It was just like not well that received. Felt, you know, they all can't be winners. There was quite a bit of a famine in the hilarity in the of that. La- in the laughter? <laughs> yes, there was. There was, there was a laughter a, famine? There was a laughter famine. That's par for the course. You, for, I feel like you have I laugh. feel like that's 40% of this show is just laughter famine. <laughs> and me just, no. No. You guys are terrible at improv, by the way. What? You dog shit. I'm decent at improv. How about you just, like, back up off of my shit? Yeah. You guys don't yes and anything. No, you make terrible jokes. I can't. Go. Where am I supposed to go with that? You're supposed to try to one-up it and just keep me going. No. I'm sorry. F- I can't turn it. shit into a gold mine, so fuck <laughs> you. She is. Who was that? Was it, it was Rumpelstiltskin that turned the yeah. he turned it into gold? Oh. Yeah, he spun like gold thread or some shit. Yeah. But if yeah. you knew his name, like. Mm-mm. No, no, didn't he enslave that girl and make her spin gold thread? I don't remember. I can't remember the fucking fairy tale now. God damn it, I suck. I was gonna say she's not Rumpelstiltskin. She can't turn the thread into gold. Well, she would actually be the the woman that I like it enslaved. Was, no, but that's it was besides to save the her point. Child or something, or she had to give. I her, don't fucking know, it man. It was to be. I don't know. She was a prisoner or something like that. She had to make gold, spin gold in the. If you thimble. creeps know the the f- tale of Rumpelstiltskin, uh, message us. Let us know because we suck and we don't know. Anyway can't turn a shit pile into damn gold so can't polish dog turd no so when you throw out those lackluster damn jokes that don't land the only person you can blame is yourself i I, I need three of me you know what can we find a reservation for him please it's a mental ward no a little bit more rocky and less fertile take that what way you want to Oh, did that one land? Mm, that one, that one hit hard. That one did hit hard, didn't it? Okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, the Osage were one of the few American Indian nations to buy their own reservation using the proceeds from the sale of their land in Kansas to the white settlers, meaning they retained sovereignty and more rights to their Oklahoma property. Their new reservation turned out to be poor for farming, but rich in oil. Black gold. Oil. Texas Whatever. tea. Texas tea. That's funny. You never seen the Beverly Hillbillies, dude? No. Oh my god, it's What? Good. I've seen like bits and pieces of Beverly Hill oh, Beverly Hillbillies. Used to watch that. You and my nanny used to watch that. That's what I was Someone referencing with the, the Texas. Oh, they they all do. We're we're being attacked I was by kitties. For impact. <laughs> Probably rightfully so. Right. Promise needs PTSD. to do a version of the song "Too Many Puppies," but make it "Too Many Kitties." There is no such thing. You take that back. I'm just saying. You're be a great you are song. one away from the whole set. Yes. I need a white one. one. No, we need an orange one. Orange one. Orange. I, 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 orange. We got an orange one. It's Lucy. No, she's not she orange. Has like orange she energy. has orange energy. I didn't. We didn't say orange energy. She does have orange in her fur, but she is not an orange. I need. A, I need a white one. Why do you need? Then a white you need one? five. You wear too much black. That's true. Uh, well, I need the spectrum of of colors. I need black, gray. I have the gray. I have the black. I need the white. Need a white kitty. No, need an orange kitty. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Really rounds out the chaos. Oh, good. I have this one. <laughs> she's not an orange kitty. Nah, she's got orange cat energy, too. He's not wrong. No. No. I know that. It's okay. I walked into work one day, and I was like, I will, from here on out, be giving orange feral cat energy, and I will not be explaining. And they were like... Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> All day. All day, every well, day. You leave that shit at the door. Make me. No, I can't. I know. You're our Torby. Or tortoise shell. I would give you that. He's a black cat. I'm the orange one. Why are you the ginger cat? 
Well, she's a Sam, do you give off orange cat energy? When necessary. All the time. Then let's fucking go. Yeah. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. Enough cat talk. Oh. We'll do a cat podcast after this. <laughs> after large deposits of oil were discovered in 1894, the Osage, who had retained communal mineral rights, came into enormous wealth. Prospectors had to pay the tribe for leases to extract the oil, as well as royalties on the profits. Every one of the 2,229 members on the Osage Tribal Rolls in 1907 were entitled to an equal share of the old royal, old royalties. That so was hard like, to say. Cha-ching. Yeah, they were just like raking. They were just, they were being paid to breathe. Okay. Essentially. The, the bonfire had to have been massive mm-hmm. after finding that out. They're like, oh, suck it. Right. Thanks, you for the, thanks for giving us the land. Thank ya. Yep. Hey, yeah, you can have that shitty farmland. Fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like me now? I think there was a part from the movie. Uh, hopefully, nobody's going to be watching the movie and we're spoiling it. But there was a part that was like a little short excerpt where they, uh, the guys were like dancing and there was like oil shooting out of the fucking ground. And they were like, yeah, like party time. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that for them. Each each Osage member who owned a plot of land in the Old Ridge Territory soon received what is called a head right to the profits, which was hereditary, meaning that it would pass on to the landowner's legal heirs, like their children, who would pass on. These payments could amount to as much as $13,000 per year per person, which is the equivalent of $232,000 today. A family of four would have received the equivalent of about $928,000 a year. Like almost a cool million. Yeah, that's today's money. That's fuck you balling out money. Yeah. Yeah, they did that. They did that. I feel like they did that. So by the 1920s, many of the Osage lived in mansions. They had chauffeured cars. There was a Tiffany's counter at the local trading post. In 1923 alone, the Osage earned $30 million in royalties, the equivalent of roughly $540 million today. Why do I feel like bad things are coming? Because we're talking about it on here. Oh, that's right. We are not a fluffy feel-good podcast. No. I don't do rainbows and sunshine. Only when we talk cryptids. That is rainbows and sunshine. But not to everybody. No. To us there. Exactly. Um... I would open up a shelter to take care of all of them. That that though is f- fantastic that they uh, that they got given land that was just rich in oil. We were just talking then, about that. Yeah, it's it's just fucking great. Yeah. And then the government, because I, you know me, I'm like I fucking hate taxes, because uh, they tax the shit out of me every year. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's nice to see the government fuck up. Good they stuff. do that once in a while. Yeah. Good things do happen. Good not things. For, not for long. Good things do happen, and normally the course correction is severe. As we'll get ready to find out. Yeah. The American public became fascinated by the Osage, who they labeled as uh, red millionaires. Mm. I don't like that. Is that another name for anybody that plays for the Washington Redskins? But- Y- yeah, pretty much. They're the commanders now. No, there be this petition to for them to be turned back into the Redskins. Yeah, didn't like a bunch of Native American tribes like petition to have yeah, them turned back? Yeah, they were back like, I don't give a fuck. They're like, uh, no, this is actually honoring our Braves. heritage. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves can stay the Braves. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I feel like it was kind of like just. It, it felt like it was a cool thing, like it honored 
you know, Native Americans to have a sports team named, you know, named after the them. fact that they then changed it to the Commanders. Yeah, not not cool. Like that was better. Changing the the Redskins to Commanders. No. Yeah, not not a fan. No. I mean, I'm not a Redskins like, fan anyway, but I mean, me either. I don't watch NFL. Period. Um, but I feel like if the I don't want to say it wrong. If the group of people that the team is kind of named after like it, don't really and look at it as like honoring their ancestry. Yeah, and they're not they're not pissed off about it. Why are you mad? Well, they modeled the logo off of an actual Native American chief. Yeah, who like okayed it. Mm -hmm. So So, like, why 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 are why are a bunch of fucking white people mad? Because this all we have left to do. Go go find something else to be mad about that pertains to you. Mm. I agree. Good luck with that. That was kind of a hot take. <laughs> it is what it is. I, I don't really know what's gonna happen now. Yeah, let's, 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 <laughs> all right. Let's curtail hot takes just the rest of this episode. Good job, Sam. You got us there. Just, Woo! Uh, you want to bring up something else? We can bring up abortion if you want to go that route. Well, no, it's not. I we have sponsors. <laughs> hey, we have sponsors. Sponsors. Let's not say anything bad about sports betting. No one will say anything about that. I'm, I, let's not piss anybody off with sports betting. Okay. FanDuel's like 34% of our ad revenue, by the way. That's. I haven't told you guys that, but yeah, FanDuel, FanDuel pays That's us. That's your problem. A lot. And so does Kroger, by the way. I'm all right with that. I like Kroger. Yeah, mm. Kroger's good stuff. I really enjoy Kroger. Buy from Kroger. Eric over here. Money. Pay me money. Yeah, money me now. Money me. That's exactly what the Osage said. Pay you me might as, now. Yeah, you might as well call me Eric Zelensky-Whitener. Money me. Money me now. In need of money now. Really right, just let, dive bombed. She Lucy. really did. That was hilarious to watch. <laughs> I didn't see. I just saw her scoot across the floor and, and she just went. <laughs> Is that Lucy? Yes. <laughs> the cats. The cats are on this house. I just. They're the Bash sisters. I hate to say it. They just bash into each other. That's I love they, that. That's what they do. So, in 1921, the U.S. government passed a law purportedly to help the Osage manage their wealth that deemed a vast majority, quote, incompetent to handle more than a limited sum of money and required their payments to be funneled through court-appointed guardians. One Osage World War I veteran angrily remarked, quote, I fought in France for this country, and yet I'm not allowed to even sign my own checks. This is super fucked up. Yeah, this is icky. Yeah, like when I said the course correction would be like drastic, because uh, they gave these people a plot of land that they thought was like ungrowable, like infertile, nothing could be done with it, like they did many Native American tribes. These people and- just happen to be on the best. Yeah, non-fertile. Then all of a sudden, when the oil like started flowing, they're like, "Oh fuck!" Mm -hmm. Like, how do we fix this? Not the way they did it. No, that's not like this is actually like real talk. This is a really fucking bad story. Like, it's super fucked up. It shows like a dark chapter of American history because remember. The destruction of Black Wall Street happened around this time. Uh, the burning of Tulsa happened around this time. Like, they were purging a lot of minority communities to do certain things, like, with infrastructure. And, like, say there was a black neighborhood, they would just burn it to the ground to, like, put a highway in or some shit. Like, it, it really fucked up shit. Like we talked about with Lake Lanier, same same type of thing. What was that town called? I can't remember. Oak. But was it someone with Oak? Oak Hollow. No. no, no, no. That's the neighborhood down the road. Sorry, I was just thinking. It's not like Oak Ridge. 
No, I thought it said something. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, I digress. These appointed guardians were white lawyers and businessmen. Much more often than not, they shortchanged the Osage people. So they were skimming off the top. Yeah, like I get you got to be paid for your uh, forced services. But I'm sure you're well compensated. Yeah, they were compensated, but they're like, there's more money. There's an ocean of money beneath this ground, and I want it. Well, here's what happened. Starting in May 1921, Osage tribal members were killed at an alarming rate. That month, Osage members Anna Brown and Charles Whitehorn were shot to death just weeks apart. A couple of months later, Anna's mother, Lizzie Q. Kyle, also died, and it was later revealed that she was likely poisoned. Soon, over two dozen Osage tribal members were shot, stabbed, beaten, and bombed in the early 1920s, prompting the tribe to send Barney McBride, uh, who was one of the rare white old men, willing to help the Osage to Washington, D.C. to seek assistance from federal authorities. But less than a day after he arrived in the capital, McBride was, sh- was stabbed at least 20 times, a murder described by the newspapers as, quote, the most brutal crime annal- annals in the district, end quote. McBride's killing was a clear message that white friends to the Osage were not safe either. This fact was emphasized when a white attorney, a man named W.W. Vaughn, who got a lead on the case that could break it open, was flung from a moving train. Yeah, they didn't fuck around with this. Like, I'm sure that, I mean, they were sharing. You could buy a lease on the land. It's not like they were like, it's mine. I don't think they were allowed to, actually. I think that was because it was like Indian land. Like, it's their No, land. I'm talking about the Osage. Like, they were le- They were like allowing people onto it. Yeah, but you didn't have like oil rights. No, but they, they could come in and extra- extract the oil. I don't think they could. Yeah. I think that they had oil rights to like to they all had the minerals. Rights. Yeah, they had like rights to all the shit on the land. Yeah, they got royalties from the oil that was extracted. Yeah, that's what all the um. I was sharing the podcast on Instagram. Good job. Make sure your volume's down. Yeah, I think uh, your notifications are off. Mm-hmm. I was on Do Not Disturb. Thank you very much. Jack well, it Osbo- was disturbing. Jack Osborne's new video popped up. I'm sorry, everyone. I like Jack Osborne. He is great. His paranormal shows are hilarious. I do enjoy Jack Osborne. I love Jack Osborne. Honestly, I like. I really like all the Osbornes. The, I enjoy them. Know, they're they're just a national treasure. They a really global, are a global treasure. Yeah. They yes. They should be in one of the wonders of the world. I, I would love to have Jack on this show. <laughs> I think you would be happy with any of the Osbournes. Yeah, any any of them would be great. But uh, yeah, Jack Jack would he would get it. I love Jack Osborne. Meanwhile, the killings of the Osage tribe continued. Henry Roan, Lizzie Q. Kyle's nephew, who was. Believed to have been poisoned, that lady. He was murdered in January of 2020... Of 2023. Of 1923. A couple months... Damn, Sam, are you a time traveler? I guess so. A couple months later, in March, Lizzie's daughter, Rita Smith, her husband, William E. or Bill Smith, and their servant were killed in their home or when their home was bombed. That's that's a real sign of like status money is when you have a servant firebombed at your house. 
No, their home was bombed. Like their servant. Yeah, but their servant died too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like your servant got firebombed. Oh, I thought you meant like they no, used no. her as the bomb. No. That's what my brain could maybe I'm not okay. You <laughs> might not be. It's you might have more orange cat energy. I don't know. <laughs> Just listen. Do, just do you things. wanted it. Firebombing butlers just, over here. Just do things. No, no brain, no thoughts. Just things. I'm, I'm just trying to read. Apparently, I can't do that. It's okay. We'll blame it on the flu. Thank you. She's got flu brain, folks. She does have the flu brain, bro. I feel like yeah. that's a real thing. It has to be. Ripley says it's okay. She said I share one brain cell with my siblings. Who's got it now? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's probably the Lou. It's probably Lucy. Yes. She doesn't have it very often. Lucy or Ripley? It's, they don't. They don't. It they, trades. It trades. Salem has it the majority of the time. Lucy always looks like she's in a it's, uh, like existential crisis, like all the time, every day. Like she stares off into the void. Mm. Well. She is now a middle child, so... I think yep. that's what it is. All right. What's called the Osage Reign of Terror terrified the co- the community who kept their houses illuminated all night long for increased security and prohibited children from going anywhere by themselves. Some families even instigated their own private investigations in an attempt to find out who was behind the killings. The Osage Tribal Council suspected Hale early on, but we're talking about William Hale, by the way, who was a dead ringer for who did you say earlier when you saw the picture of him? (laughs) The bad guy (laughs) who framed Roger Rabbit. He really does. It's just doom. It's really shocking how much of a dead ringer this asshole is. Yo, it shocked me. Like, I looked at it. I was like, oof. When you look at the glasses and his outfit and shit, it, it's he's, Judge Doom. Yeah, just a real piece of shit looking human, and he's got like the the nastiest fucking smile I've ever seen. Like, just a weasel. He's a weasel of a man. That's offensive to weasels. It really is, but still, he's got a weasely look to him. He just he's looks Judge weasely. Doom. He is Judge Doom. He's Judge Doom. And if you don't know who that is, I'm very sorry. You Go watch Roger Rabbit. I'll, I will post a side-by-side to the two, and you tell me that they don't fucking look alike. Are we, are we, if he's just two, who are the weasels that laugh themselves to death? Is that us? I love them. They are so dumb. <laughs> the one in the straitjacket is my favorite. It would be. Huh? It would be. <laughs> He's funny. He laughs. He doesn't make any sense. He just laughs. Mm -hmm. He thinks everything's funny. Everything's funny. So they suspected William Hale early on, but but they couldn't get anyone to testify against him. William had bribed or threatened many witnesses into silence. Local authorities declined to investigate or, in the case of the coroner, falsified documents. Well, at this same time period, you have to remember, it's like, unfortunately, these people were conservators of Native American funds. So clearly they look at the Native Americans as like second class citizens. Uh So, of course, they're going to believe the white man over a Native American, which is fucking horseshit. Honestly, we're all fucking people. Mm -hmm. Like if there's somebody doing wrong, like fucking call it out. All laughing jokes and kidding aside, like this dude should have been public enemy number one. Mm -hmm. And the local authorities just were just, they turned a blind eye to it Mm -hmm. because they're like, well, fuck them. It's it's fucking upsetting, dude. Yeah, this is a heavy one. We're trying here, folks. We're trying. William Hale also covered his tracks, participating in the murder investigations, and even offering rewards for leads. Eventually, what a piece of shit. Yeah. 
Eventually, federal authorities could no longer turn a blind eye to the Osage Indian murders, which the press eventually dubbed, quote, the bloodiest chapter in American crime history, end quote. They finally sent agents from the newly created Bureau of Investigation, which would later become the Federal Bureau of Investigation, as we all know as the FBI, to dig into the spat of murders. J. Edgar Hoover, the director of the budding Bureau of Investigation. Future president. Yes. Eventually sent a former Texas Ranger named Tom White to investigate the killings. Tom compiled a team of frontier lawmen to go undercover with him, including a Ute, Native American. I said that right? Yep. Yeah. You did. Look at me go. I know. I'm so proud. Don't you fuck with me. I'll put dinosaur names in this. I'll stop reading. (laughs) Where would the dinosaurs fit into this? Well, how do you think they got the oil? Oh, oh. Yeah, fossil fuels. <laughs> I really had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait, what? How are the dinosaurs going to get put into this? If I if I come across a dinosaur name, <laughs> I'm Eric, throwing. Eric. I'm walking out of this house. Too quick headed. <laughs> yeah, there was a Dilophosaur hot out on the land. I hope that I hope that episode tanks. I hope it becomes our worst episode, our worst downloaded fuck episode. Fuck you up with another dinosaur crypts episode. No, nope, I'm not reading another one. It's going to be you. That's fine. Okay. I'll outsource it. Just going to use AI. Yeah. To answer it, it's just a robot. I'm not doing another dinosaur one, and you can't make me. Mm-mm. That's fine. I got she you for the no. one. I'm happy with it. So awful. Speak you- for yourself. You would even say that, Eric. A man named the Ute, a Native American man, his name was John Wren, and he was one of the first indigenous federal agents. Tom soon proved to be more than up to the task. His experience as a Texas lawman had hardened his nerves, and he refused to be intimidated by the deaths of the previous investigators. Good for you, Tom. Working with his team of undercover agents, Tom uncovered a malicious conspiracy in Oklahoma. Tom and his team soon discovered that an Osage woman named Molly Burkhart, who just so happened to be the daughter of the murdered, the woman who was going to be, who was poisoned, Lizzie Q. Kyle, and the sister of the murdered woman named Anna Brown and Rita Smith, the one who was bombed. Mm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, she was married to a white man named Ernest Burkhart, and Molly was. And Ernest was the nephew of William K. Hale, the so-called King of the Osage Hills. The threads are starting to come together. Yes, we are starting to see some lovely little bows being tied up. By following the money, the agents realized that the headlight headlights, not headlights, I'm fine. Belonging to Anna, Rita, and Lizzie had been passed on to Molly and Ernest Burkhart. The FBI later explained these head rights were worth about half a million dollars a year in their money. In like back then, in the 20s. Mm. That's a fuck ton. That is a shit ton of money today. Ernest Burkhart was believed to have been extremely weak-willed and under the control of his uncle who was William Hale. In the Total f- piece of shit. Dr. Doom. Yeah. Judge oh, Doom. Judge Doom. I'm sorry. In the fall of 1925, Molly revealed to a priest that she believed someone was trying to poison her. Molly had been getting injections of what she assumed was insulin from the Shown brothers. Looks right to me. Phonetically, that's what it says. So... Don't come for us. I'm just trying to read it. But her condition was worsening, not improving. White and other agents found her illness to be, quote, very suspicious and arranged to have her taken to a hospital for treatment. 
Once she was no longer receiving, quote, insulin injections from the brothers Shown, her condition improved markedly. An agent's report stated, quote, it is an established fact that she was removed from the control of Hale and Burkhart. She immediately regained her health, end quote. I asked later about the injections he administered to Molly. James Shown was evasive. He said, quote, or a prosecutor said, quote, weren't you giving her insulin? And the James guy was like, quote, I may have been. You may? I may have been. Damn, dude. That's plausible deniability. Is he fucking Gucci mate? Bitch, I might be. Is a placebo. Bitch, I might be. It's sugar water. Isn't that kind of what insulin is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a chemical that your pancreas creates. Yeah, I know. But isn't it affected by, like, the sugar Yeah, level? blood sugar. Yeah, yeah, it moderates blood sugar, yeah. yeah. So if you, like, shoot straight sugar into your bloodstream, which is me on Halloween. Because um, that's pretty much what, like, the glucose drink is when you're pregnant. Which is nasty. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah, they make you do a glucose test when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so, like, 28 weeks-ish. Yeah, it's to make sure you aren't, like... You can have gestational diabetes. Yeah. And it goes away after you're not pregnant anymore. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's a thing. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It's nasty. That's what that drink is. Mm. I'd, I'd have orange. It was fake orange. Just give me a Snickers bar, dude. And I had to do it again. I had to take it twice. Damn. Zero out of ten. Molly's illness... Fear and impatience in the Osage community and other factors convinced the Department of Justice it was time to act. Warrants for the arrest of William Hale and Ernest Burkhart for the murders of Bill and Rita Smith and Nettie Brookshire were issued on January 4, 1926. On his way to jail in Guthrie, Oklahoma, William Hale refused the opportunity to make a statement to the press about his case other than to say, quote, I'll not try my case in the newspapers, but in the courts of this country. What's crazy okay. about William Hale is he turned himself in mm-hmm. and he like dressed like he was going to fucking church when he did it. Like he fucking sh- had his shoes all shined and everything. Like it was very bizarre. It was very snub. Mm. The snub man. He's icky. In <laughs> he is icky. He's a fucking weasel in an overcoat. He should might as well be in a straight jacket. In Guthrie, White and Agent Frank Smith questioned Ernest Burkhart and in hopes to secure a confession. They brought to Guthrie an incarcerated outlaw named Blackie Thompson. And Blackie told Burkhart, Ernest, Ernest Burkhart. That he had revealed to agents that Ernest had had asked him to kill Bill Smith in return for a new automobile. Interesting. Was interesting. I'll buy you a car if you kill this motherfucker. And he's like, sure. I mean, in today, mean, you know. Did you kill somebody for a car? Could it be? I have. I have follow up questions. Just get it done. Buy you a car. Just get it done. Yeah, but that's not going to be tracked back to me. If you're not sloppy. I'm never sloppy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love the eyebrow raising. That's <laughs> very alarming. I, I just. Anyway. We got a black widow in our midst. None. Of, I've never been married, and none of my boyfriend, none of my ex boyfriends are dead. Yeah, that I know of. That we know of. That we know of. That we know of. Sam's sleepwalking and arsenic poisoning. Fucking I wouldn't use arsenic. It shows up in a talk screen. There you go, folks. She knows it. Everyone knows it. She's using sea wasp poison. I don't even know what that is. It's a thing. 
Actually, I don't want to know. Anyway. Later that night, Ernest decided to talk. Ernest said he initially objected to the plan to blow up the Smith home, but he said he, quote, relied on Uncle Bill's judgment and William pointed out that his wife would get additional would get the additional money from the inherited head rights. Ernest said he tried to get Blackie Thompson to do the job. When he wouldn't do it, William turned to Asa Kirby. He said, quote, AC would do it. That's what William told me. Burkhart or um Ernest said that shortly before William had left for Texas, he told him to deliver a message to a thief and bootlegger named John Ramsey. Not the same John Ramsey from... No shit. I mean, it's like fucking... Well, it could be Ken. I don't know. 70 years apart. Yeah, kind of. But it could be Ken. Mm. Let's hope not. Never know. The message was that the time had come to pull off the Smith job. As the bla- as soon as the blast went off, Ernest said, quote, I knew what it was. He also identified John Ramsey as the trigger man in the Henry Roan murder. After Ernest's confession, Tom sent orders to agents to pick up John Ramsey and take him into custody. When John was shown Ernest's signed statement, wow, that's illegal. Now. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. You shouldn't like, yep, here's here's who turned you in. Bro, that's ballsy. And they go put him in the same jail? Yeah, that could that could go real bad. Real quick. You lose your star witness. Anyway, he said, uh John, John Ramsey said, quote, I guess it's my neck now. Get your pencils. In his confession, John Ramsey admitted to killing Roan. He said, quote, a little job Hale wanted done. He said he described drinking whiskey with Roan on the running board of his car. The when, quote, the Indian got in his car to leave, I shot him in the back of the head. Super fucked up, dude. John seemed to think of Indians as less than fully human. He told the agents, quote, this is a quote from him, not me. I'm just reading what he said. White people in Oklahoma thought no more of killing an Indian than they did in 1724. Mm. Very Again, that, that tells you the mindset that these fucking degenerates were were in. Fucking white people. When they were doing this stuff. It's, it's really bad. Like, the th- atrocities... The government's committed against the Native Americans is just yeah on a whole nother fucking level, man. Like it, it really is super fucked. There's not even a word for it. There's really not. It, it horrifying. Horrifying is the best word for it. Ernest, in his statement, refused to implicate his brother Brian in the murder of Anna Brown, but he did identify the quote third man. That had been seen with Anna shortly before her murder. The man turned out to be a person the agents had enlisted to help them in getting to the bottom of the very murder he participated in. Kelsey Morrison. Kelsey, according to Ernest, was Anna's killer. Authorities had yet one more person to bring in for questioning. Finally, Tom decided it was time to talk to William Hale. He told Hale... Quote, we have unquestioned signed statements implicating you as the principal in, Hen- in the Henry Roan and the Smith family murders. We have evidence to convict you. William replied, I'll fight it. And he likely thought he would win that fight. He had money and he had influence. After William and Ernest Burkhart were arrested in 1926 for the murders of Molly's sister Rita and her husband Bill, the killing stopped. William, who by then had become a millionaire through a combination of insurance fraud and unfair trade with the Osage people, maintained his innocence. But as the FBI explained, Ernest Burkhart finally broke and started to talk. With his testimony and that of others, the agents were able to prove that William had orchestrated the Osage Indian murders in order to steal the tribal members' oil money. 
The Department of Justice as was well aware of Williams' influence and understood that convicting him in a state court would be extremely difficult. So they examined the various murders to see if any might be the basis for a prosecution in federal court rather than state court. Crimes committed on Indian territory provided a basis for federal jurisdiction. On the other hand, crimes committed on the lands sold to whites or that were otherwise not under tribal control could be only prosecuted in state court. The Roan case seemed to be the most promising for federal jurisdiction as Henry's murder occurred on what was still an Osage allotment. Charges against William and John Ramsey for the murder of Henry Roan were brought in federal district court in Oklahoma. Good. Ultimately, despite multiple hung juries whose members had been bribed by William's attorney, William and another man, a career criminal named John Ramsey, were convicted of killing Molly's cousin, Roan Horse, is that, okay, Henry, in an insurance scam. They were each given life in prison. William's other nephew, Brian Burkhart, helped facilitate the murder of Molly's other sister, Anna Brown, but after his own trial resulted in a hung jury, he was given immunity in order to testify against the man who pulled the trigger. That man, Kelsey Morrison, who uh, Grand, David Grand, implicates in a similar plot to murder his wife and her entire family, was also convicted. Although William was implicated in dozens of deaths, he was only convicted for one. Both he and Ernest Burkhart were eventually paroled and Burkhardt applied for and received a pardon from the state of Oklahoma over the objections of the outraged Osage. That's fucking ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not liking this one too much. The trials were over, the murders for the most part stopped, but what about the main players? For her part, Molly initially supported her husband and believed in Ernest's innocence. But after learning the full scope of his involvement in the murders and comprehending just how much death he actively took part in, she divorced him. Go, Molly. In 1931, she successfully sued for an end to her own guardianship and finally gained full control over the family fortune others had tried so hard to take. Molly died in 1937 at the age of 50. John Ramsey was paroled in 1947, Ernest Burkhart paroled in 1937, but then robbed a bank before being released again in 1959. What a fucking asshole. He just can't stop trying to take money. He spent his last years in a trailer home with his brother, Brian. Probably for the best. Mm. William Hale served 31 years in Leavenworth. Good. That's where he belongs. Before being paroled in 1947. He spent many of his prison years working on a pig farm. I wish they ate him. Mm. Yeah, he deserves it. While working as the warden of Leavenworth, Tom White always insisted that William Hale be treated just like any other prisoner. William never admitted ordering any killings. Before leaving jail, William wrote a letter in which he expressed the desire to return to Osage <laughs> County. Quote, I had rather live at a at Gray Horse than any place on earth. End quote. I guess that's his house. But it was not to be. As a condition of his parole, he was required to stay outside of the state of Oklahoma. Good. William died in a nursing home in Arizona in 1962 and was buried in Wichita, Kansas. The fact that this piece of fucking human refuse, waste of skin, Weasley fuck got parole mm. is just the, and a great example of our U.S. justice such system. Such a fucking injustice. That part. Because the money he fucking used to secure that parole, I guarantee you, was stolen from the O.C. It's blood people. money. It's fucking blood money. A hundred percent. Fuck this guy. And fuck his whole bloodline. Honestly, like, unfortunately, because uh, his nephew and an Osage woman had babies, though, his bloodline carries on. But still, how would you like to be related to this fucking guy? Like, mm -hmm. 
I would disown it. You would have to. You would fucking have to. This guy orchestrated and took advantage of so many fucking people. Mm-hmm. The Osage Nation now includes over 10,000 members. Though less than half live in Osage County, the boom towns of the 1920s are all but gone. The gushing oil wells of an earlier day have mostly given way to stripper wells, which generally produce less than 15 gallons a day. And they only pay out in singles. (laughs) About 75% of the head rights to oil on the Osage Reservation remain in member hands. Today, the Osage seem ready to move on from oil to a greener form of energy. In 2015, a new windmill farm sprang to life in Osage County. Times are changing. Casinos now bring in more money than oil. The Osage wealth allowed the tribe to purchase media mogul Ted Turner's 43,000-acre Blue Stem Ranch in 2016. In... uh, Paul Huska? Sounds good to me. I hope I said that right. Anyway, in Paul Huska, Oklahoma, visitors to the Osage Nation Museum, the oldest tribally owned museum in the United States, can explore exhibits on Osage art, culture, and history, including the Reign of Terror. It's possible to know the full range of crimes that William Hale and his co-conspirators committed. That's due to a range of reasons. For one, records have been lost and might not have been kept well at the time. For, uh, for another, William Hale wasn't the only white man in the area trying to attain access to the Osage wealth via force, violence, coercion, and murder. For another... Yeah, this was rampant. Yeah. There's a lot of these murders that will, you know, that are unsolved. Like, then, this is just a small handful of them. Unfortunately. And another, since at one point, local law enforcement simply stopped investigating the murders. The total number of people murdered in the Osage Reign of Terror might never be known. Mm. And all right, guys. Well, that's fucking it for us. Um, that's that's kicking it off for this this true crime season that we do in the winter. I can't remember what we called that. A season to dismember? November to dismember. November to dismember. Are we going to do cold cases again this year? We might mix a couple in. Uh, the I consensus was cold that... Cold cases are... People, I know you love them. The They're like the consensus was time tea for me. People didn't like all cold cases all winter long. No, we didn't do all winter long. It was just December. No, it was November and December. I it thought we did. Uh, we did part of. No, well, remember we did the the true crime decks for November, but they were all cold cases. Yeah. So it was all cold cases for all November and December. So there's a lot of cold cases last year, but we're we're going to mix it up this year. We're going to do we're going to do some some fun stuff. Um, Christmas time, we're going to talk about an evil Santa. It, it, it's gonna be good, good stuff. It's gonna be a gory Christmas, and we're gonna. We might even throw a serial killer in. I don't. I don't know yet. Mm. So it, it's gonna be a good time, though. Christian, uh, if you could just drop those socials real quick. Make sure you are following us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and while you're there, you know, following us. Make sure you guys are liking, sharing, and commenting on the show we do appreciate that and make sure you guys leave a review we do love that too and make sure you're downloading the episodes um downloads really mean a lot and so do your spotify follows and interactions so there's now an interaction tab on spotify where you can actually leave what you think of the episode and i will publish it to the podcast wall for that episode so people can actually see what you post it's really fucking cool and we should take advantage of that as you know the creeps yes so uh thank you guys for everything and we'll see you next week and we hope you enjoyed this episode and 
buckle up because we got some fun shit for this winter time. Stay spooky. Stay creepy. And stay safe. <laughs>